This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! And welcome back to 90 for Chill, the podcast. This is your host, Cool Movies Darth. The letterbox handle is CM Darth. And right now I'm actually recording in beautiful Evanston, Illinois. I'm not going to really speak too highly of the hotel room, but I digress. Eh, it's just a little tight. I might have a history at the company, so it's kind of subpar, but to their standards, I should say. I'm not going to dispute the service, uh, just the room design, I suppose, and what the bloody hell's of Philips TV doing here. What I'm doing is basically making sure my computer's still working, because I may have used it to prop up my pillow during my three movie break in the Norris Auditorium on at Northwestern. I believe it's the Norris Building, the McCormick Auditorium, something along those lines. I was at B-Fest, so I was there for all 24 hours. After one movie, I had to go and say, I'm just going to check out till Showdown in Little Tokyo. So that's the kind of experience you can get at B-Fest. I mean, it was a lot of fun, and I'll go and just chat up some of the movies uh, when I get back. Put on your dancing wheels and see how good it feels to get down to Skate Town, USA. It's the rock and roller disco movie where rivals meet in wheel-to-wheel combat. And lovers find heaven on wheels. Skate Town USA, the movie sensation that's sweeping the nation. Rated PG. Coming soon to a theater near you. Check newspaper for local listings. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Now I'm going to say that probably the best movie out of the B-Fest this year would have been Master of the Flying Guillotine. A Hong Kong action movie from 1976, I believe, which inspired the street fighter known as Dalsim. It's it's weird when you have Asian cultures just mocking other Asian cultures. I guess it's kind of like how, as an Anglophile, I like to pick on the Irish, but in jest. I don't know how much jest as they uh, went after the Thais and the Indians. Uh, but it's an excellent movie i mean at least conceptually so many things you could do with that but the reason why i played a trailer for skate town usa is come on this pretty much screams what we expect with b movies it's a movie where scott Bayo gets your top bill flip wilson billy barty are your top ancillary characters your primary character i couldn't really remember his name but his antagonist is one Patrick Swayze in a debut, which kind of left me a little pumped when I saw Patrick S. on the screen, and I thought, Patrick Stewart? Oh, no, no, no. Come on, Russ. Be real. I already put it out on Twitter. If anybody can Photoshop the vest and tight pants of Patrick Swayze with the head of Patrick Stewart, I think you're a winner. At least with a, a movie like Skate Town USA, it isn't too painful. It's just an overblown episode of American Bandstand, so I get it. It's a good way to kill some time. Great backup, background noise, I should say. It's great seeing weird movies like The Master of the Flying Guillotines, which could have gone so many directions. As I say, it's a great tournament fighter. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't have a Kumite fight montage. The win and loss fans are great. It just kind of uh, a little bit all over the place. A movie about a blind 
monk who is hunting down resistors to the Ming Dynasty that's just been installed, and his top target is a one-armed boxer. The flying guillotine, basically it's a net that catches your head and then rips it off. That's what you got in that film. That's the most promising, the most awesome film I got out of it. Return the Aunt to Oz was on this week's uh, weekend's agenda, and I sum that up as what if it was Labyrinth with except instead of Muppets, it's Cirque du Soleil. I think it's definitely, well, it's weird because it's definitely not the wholesome movie that the original Wizard of Oz is. I don't think we're ever going to get that again, though. And with what uh, Judy Garland went through to make that movie, I don't think we really should. This is the Oz that I think they were talking about in Blade Trinity, and I dug it. The main draw for me and what I woke up from my three-movie nap, the movies I missed was an anti-marijuana movie, a Dr. X movie. I kind of kind of sad I didn't have the energy for uh, Hercules in New York with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I was there pretty much for Showdown in Little Tokyo. If it didn't have Showdown in Little Tokyo, I probably uh, would have been a little more hesitant about booking a room tonight. Um, but, you know, awesome. And I think the audience is weird, I think, with B-Fest. Like, oh, this is... People are talking like, oh, this was a really an attempt to be a culturally sensitive movie. I don't know about that when you have... Dolph Lundgren playing the Japanese guy and Brandon Lee playing the white guy. I wouldn't tell Bruce about that one. Then, of course, well, we had a couple Ed Woods, Plan 9 from Outer Space, which is a little just ridiculous, but it's great having a crowd throwing paper plates whenever we see saucers. Another fun one is just people shouting out, Bella, not Bella, since Bella Gosi died during the filming, but they still wanted to use his footage. They had a fine little short, um... Uh, from Ed Wood, The Final Curtain, which I thought was pretty effective, and at least I got the biggest laugh out of it as he's basically it's just all narrator over this guy just pondering what's in this auditorium where he just finished a vampire play with, and it's just a 30-second bit of a cat just screaming from the outside, and he's just, the character's just freaking out over the cat. No dialogue. Ed Wood was just some rhymes away from possibly giving us a raven. But my line was basically, just feed the king cat. Hopefully the space was there. I did mouth it. And that goes in the next week. Sorry, Michael. I'm probably going to go and still censor the hell out of our Willy Wonka conversation. But still, a lot of fun with that conversation. And where Willy Wonka stands for... I mean, it's a child movie that we're going to bastardize, really, by bringing reality to it. And it's Michael Dubois' favorite movie, or at least was, until this rewatch. Other... Well, you basically have your typical MST3K fair, uh, the brain that wouldn't die, the giant claw, and Haunted Cave Beast. So I'm sorry if I got a few of those titles wrong. They're fun to just sit and laugh at, and they're really not as bad as you think they would for being on mst3k don't worry there is plenty of deep hurting firewalker look chuck norris just was the problem with that movie well that and that it's like so many set pieces for so many short little scenes like no we could have shaved 20 minutes off this movie and maybe made it a little more passable but just chuck norris is not a wisecracker and i think this is really the only movie where he does that Louis Gossett Jr. is great. Give him Dennis Quaid. Give him Jason Gedrick from Iron Eagle, and I think he got a picture. Or hell, just give him Richard Gere, of course. And um, 
maybe even give him the uh, uh, John Reese davies uh, performance. Move him. Uh, the deep hurting really came when it started with just a movie that's unwatchable. Not, I mean, it's awful because it's unwatchable, but you just can't get into it, which was the misleading night of a thousand cats funny bits but yeah it's it's a brazilian manos the hands of fate but as i say you can just tune that one out what you can't tune out though was a food fight from 2012 we're talking animation levels between playstation 2 and veggie tales puns awful god awful puns every other line of dialogue and never mind the voice actors are just really phoning it in charlie sheen as your lead detective dog and wayne brady being wayne brady and a love interest as Haley duff i'm um, no hillary duff and it's like yeah no no just way too creepy i mean i just oh gosh i mean you're you can't just the awfulness that feature had that's what made me tap out for about three hours so you know just popped an edible so i'm hoping uh to get my sleep caught up of over this and make a safe journey back to champagne urbana and you know get to work on probably getting off the bonus episode and getting on that dubbing um editing i should say of our two-part willy wonka podcast with michael dubois so i think that'll be a lot of fun we go all over the place, but it's a movie where you know, just the uh, marketing and capitalism involved were probably just the two wrong people if you wanted brevity uh, for convers- when it comes to conversation. So uh, look forward to that, and I don't know. I don't like to put a podcast out on my birthday just because I don't want to do all the social media promoting. B-Fest in the end, I think big success. I did connect with some people, at least on Twitter, following my tweets. Um... You know what? I just go there, I sit, and if somebody wants to approach me, which actually happened in the hotel lobby here about my 90 for Chill promotion, it's great, but you know, I'm not going to get into any other people's business, at least not the first time. I know where the guys are next time that who do a lot of riffing on the movies, and I'll try to sit in on that, get close, I should say. So, with all that said, you know, if you want to be on our podcast, though, especially if you saw me at B-Fest, I mean, everybody saw me when I walked down to pick up my uh, raffle prize of soon-to-be-released Shaw Brother Blu-rays, a copy of The New York Ripper, and uh, I think Apocalypse Texas 2040, something like that. It's a Joe D'Amato movie, so I'm going to have fun with that one way or another. I mean, Fulci, D'Amato, and just classic Shaw Brothers. I guess I'm the big winner from B-Fest. So with all that said, if you want to be on the show, send me an email to russthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. Or follow me on Twitter and direct message or comment, reply, what have you. The handle is at CatBusRuss. When it comes to trying to get your Google Home to play the podcast, just do the latest podcast by Russ Stevens. Just for future reference. Thank you very much. As always, all I need from someone to be a guest is a movie, a theme, a director, an actor. Just focus on sub 100 minute material and I think we'll produce some podcast gold. So uh, thanks again for coming to 90 for Chill the Podcast. Thank you, Station Marie Harden. I really wish you would have been there or could have been there in a physical manifestation or not so physical, some haunting. It's a weird movie festival. So 
But thanks for just being my inspiration, keep me going. And I hope the same goes for everyone else whose life you touched. So until I think we're looking March 8th, uh, have a good couple weeks. Thanks for coming back to 90 for Chill the podcast. And, you know, rate, subscribe. And if you want to send me bullshit criticism, do that at CatBusRust. Keeps me away from dealing with conservatives who don't understand satire. Like, I sent out a tweet, if you don't want to get the COVID vaccine, fine. You just have to take part of a three-person, anti-vaxxer, human centipede. We need less of your misinformation, and you're not... I mean, you're just more used to talking to someone's asshole or listening to something out of somebody's asshole than people who believe in science, so... Can I hear a wahoo?